All right, Joe. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to show our professionalism uh, with this show today uh, while I eat cereal, and uh, <laughs> our listeners hear it because it's early. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Um, and I'm okay with doing what I'm doing. I hear you. So, and I welcome all of you listeners out there. If you want to take the opportunity, you know. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, a college student, you know, somebody who just got divorced from a family that left them because you're miserable. Uh, hell, a teenager who just wants to hear old people talk, and I'm going to assume at 32 years old, we're old to guy like high school kids. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a kid right? in my church who's a, a sophomore who, uh, when I mentioned something from a TikTok, she's like, how do you know about TikTok? And I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm only 30. You know, now I'm 31, but this happened like a year ago. It is, it is the, it, it's such a weird thing when, uh, like, I remember being in high school. Like, and, and the thing is, like, a lot of the stuff that you you envision, like, happening to, like, even celebrities, like, old, like, and, like when they're older and shit, like, you know, they're portraying dads on TV and shit. They're the age that we are now. <laughs> but back then, it just seemed like, God damn, what a life they fucking lived. Right? Um, but anyways. Well, I think yeah. like Bob, not to not to bring up Bob Sagan yeah. again, but wasn't he only like 35? When he died? Full House. Oh, Full House. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, yeah. no, when he died, he was like 62. Yeah, 62. Yeah, he was in his like mid-30s. All of them were. Yeah. Yeah. And they all... Even now, watching it back, they don't look like they're in their mid thirties to me. No, no, it's yeah, it's dude. Even fucking, I think Roseanne was at the. It was like late thirties when they when she came out. Wild. So I mean, yeah, it's it's nuts, but uh, we're there at that point. But to any to any age group, I encourage yourself to pause the show real quick and go grab a bowl of cereal because it's it's. It's an unexplained happiness that comes from just being some fucking adult eating a oh. bowl of Cocoa Pebbles. And the Absolutely. fact, the one thing that does bug me, though, about Cocoa Pebbles now that I realized um, uh, making this bowl of cereal is that you get, like, two bowls out of the fucking box now. And uh, I don't know if it's just because I'm pouring big bowls or they uh, they lighten the amount of cereal you get in a box. But, Could be both. Yeah, it's a little depressing. But I get yeah, chocolate milk at the end of it, and I'm okay with that. That is nice. I, uh, when, uh, not, not, this is not a transition necessarily into bring it back, but, uh, mm. um, when they brought back French Toast Crunch, yeah, I went out and I bought a box and I ate the whole box in one sitting. It was awesome. But see, there's nothing wrong with that. As, yeah. with, when, when you get to a certain age, you're entitled to do what you want to do. Right. Now, I've, I've never done ice cream for breakfast. I heard that's a big thing that adults are like, hey, I can do what I want now. I'm going to make a fucking Sunday at 9 a.m. No, I haven't gotten to that point in my life. But I'm perfectly content sitting here at brunch time eating a bowl of Cocoa Pebbles. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, it's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know why I want to go from here because uh, I'm just so uh, fucking into this. I am being an adult, though. I am drinking a nice glass of uh, emergency because uh, the weather is really bad out. Uh has been uh, all weekend, and I have oh. worked all weekend. Um, 
and uh, I just want to be preventative for being sick, and not so much COVID, Omicron sick, but flu sick, sick. Oh, yeah. flu sick, yeah, yeah, just because uh, my work situ- my, my my work environment is rough, um, just because you know we I, I have to split my time between a hot lab and a cold outside, so it's like. It just it, it just go back and forth. It just gets really rough. But um, that switching back and forth wears out my immune system faster than anything. Right. I mean, when like I'm if I could the, just be outside the whole time and then like get in the truck to warm up, mm-hmm. fine. But yeah, yeah. See, that's my issue too. Is like I can't. I wish I could sit in the truck and just let it like warm up for like five ten minutes, but. Everything about this job is like on the go. You gotta go get in the truck, start it up. Wait a minute, fucking drive off. Get to the first place, get out of the truck. Get to the second place, get out of the truck. Get to the third place, get out of the truck. Get back to the lab, get out of the truck. Walk back into the lab. And I work with a lot of people that either a have the inability to produce heat from their own body, or b literally from hell because they have to keep the fucking temperature so high. Hmm. And the, the the worriness I have is just I don't want to work in the lab and sweat and bring those fucking sweat clothes out into what is currently, I believe, uh, like four degrees. Yuck. Yeah. But yeah, I heard it's supposed to get down to like negative 30 tonight, at least by us. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be rough, luckily. It's going to get warmer as the days go. I think it's supposed to snow again on Thursday, but it's supposed to be like 30s. But I am back to work tomorrow for the next six days, so I just got to get through it. Think about them paychecks. Mm-hmm. And that'll mm-hmm. be okay. Um, I got a couple ideas of things we're going to talk about today. Um, maybe one day I'll share them with you before we uh, do the show, but at ah, well. Yeah, we got a thing going. Good thing going. We do. We have a we have a great thing going. Um, the one thing that I uh, I do miss is uh, our our old opens. I thought I was gonna enjoy the cold open. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as actually doing the intro. Mm. I started missing it a little bit. So maybe we'll mix maybe we'll mix it up from time to time. Maybe I'll bring back yeah. the old intro and we'll do some cold opens. Um, it's just depends on. I guess it just depends on on how exhausted I am. So if we do a if we do a cold open, just know I'm really fucking tired. But we're it, we're we're pumping out shows for our listeners. I dig it. Excellent, perfect. Um, so uh, we, we're going to dive into some of the conversations we have today, as well as our new segment, "Bring It Freaking Back." But before we do, I want to talk about uh, CarterComics.com. Best place for you guys to go. You get all your comic book needs. I know what you're thinking. Travis, what are my comic book needs? Well, let me tell you guys. Some of you out there have a comic book collection, but you don't have like that 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 pinnacle, that 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 one comic that sits at the top of all of it. You maybe have like a couple what they call raw comics where you know, maybe you pick something up out of a cereal box, went to a comic con and just grabbed a free one off a table or Hell, maybe you uh, made a trade with your buddy for some Pokemon cards back in the early 90s, and you just have a couple comic books thrown around. Hell, I happen to have a couple comic books just like that. But to be a true comic book collection, you need to start displaying them them incredibly 
perfect comics. They're not perfect, damn near perfect comics. And Carter Comics is the best place for you to go to do that. With graded comics, seeing 9.9s, 9.8s, those those elite premium comics that are really hard to find, Carter Comics has them available for you. <clears throat> as well as the current, current comic of the week, which is a, a repeat of last week's, just because it is one of the most pristine. And it's weird, too, because I didn't quite know how pristine, how rare, how valued this comic is until I had a conversation with somebody the other day about it. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to, I want to circle around and use it for a second time this week. It is, uh, no heroin number two, and that's heroin as in the female superhero, not the drug. As, uh, as Joey pointed out to me, the E does make a difference. True. At the end, at the end of the, uh, the word, not the, not the drug. Although maybe the E drug would make a difference in my convers in my explanation as well. Maybe. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't do drugs. I'm a good kid. I'm a good kid. Uh, Kayla finds herself on the road and needing to win. And things are looking up until she meets a young woman with a dark secret. Werewolves, street fights, and a whole lot of pain find Kayla as this series claws its way towards the final chapter. Will things start breaking Kayla's way? Not a chance. No Heroine, number two, is a uh, graded comic of a 9.9 metal cover. The cover is actually metal. It is a limited edition Hive Comics metal variant by Peach Momoko. Uh, if you guys want to find this comic, uh, it's not on the Carter Comic website itself, but you can find it from the Carter Comic website. All you got to do is go to cartercomics.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage where you see the link to eBay Store 1. That will be a Lady Comic uh, account. Click the button, search No Heroin Number 2 in the search bar of the uh, store. You'll find it, you'll buy it, and you won't regret it. Uh, it's an absolutely amazing product. Make sure you check it out. Um, if you're not really big into the eBay auctions and stuff like that, and you just want to buy your comics outright, and even if you're not looking for grading, you just want to look for raw, go ahead and just search Carter Comic dot com's website and just pick out any amazing comic they have available there all you gotta do is sign up for the carter comic club yeah that's right the carter comic club still if you have to be verified to be called the carter comic club until i'm told it's not called the carter comic club it'll currently be called the carter comic club just sign up for the carter comic club and fill your card with all their amazing comics that they have available on their website and if you're like oh no they don't have this one i want to get my spider-man number 92 with the with the first introduction of a. Uh, of a, a Sandman and, and, and Bane. Whatever. Um, just, uh, just send out a message to, uh, to CarterComics.com and say, hey, I'm looking for my Spider-Man number two with the introduction of Sandman and Bane. See if they have it in stock because they got thousands of titles yet to be, uh, released onto their site and to their eBay accounts. Maybe they'll have it for you and they'll be able to, uh, make a deal out for you. CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go to get your comic books today. And I just say that because they give me money to. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, they, they're really cool people. Great. It's, it's a family business, too. Uh, a wife and husband. Uh, they do some traveling, too, to get these comics. You know, they make deals and stuff. I, mean, I think I remember uh, Doug Carter, uh, the, uh, the, the, the head of CarterComics.com, was telling me that uh, he's gotten comics from, like, Colorado, Missouri, Arizona. 
in like boxes, not just like one individual, but like boxes of it. Like dude has, dude, dude has like uh, a tr- uh, like a lost city of Atlantis if Atlantis was comic books. Nice. Yeah, so lovecartercomics.com. Make sure you guys check it out. There are some comic books I'm looking to get my hands on as well, and I went to Carter Comics for that, so make sure you do too. Cartercomics.com. See, I don't even know. Was it 10%? 10% of your order? Sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Use the code FREAKNET. Use code Cartoon Joe. Put in your shipping contact information, and uh, they're going to hook you up with some uh, some sweet discounts on your order. Cartercomics.com. Okay, I think I said enough. <laughs> and hey, maybe maybe comics aren't your thing. Maybe they are your thing. Maybe you really like to uh, to just read regular books. Um, although there are actually uh, audiobooks of comics out there. It's a thing that people do now, uh, where they describe what's happening in the frame and and uh, give the characters voices and do all this stuff. It's apparently a, a really magnificent uh, way of, of consuming content. And uh, the best way to do that uh, with your ears instead of your eyes would be to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free 30-day trial to uh, Audible. Uh, it will also include a uh, uh, credit towards your first audio book. If you want to try out a graphic novel that you can listen to, I, I highly recommend Lock and Key, uh, L-O-C-K-E, ampersand K-E-Y. Um, this, uh, series was recently released on Netflix. They had the first season and second season up there now. Um, really great story, a lot of fun. And, um, I, I haven't personally listened to the audiobook, audiobook myself, but I hear it's fantastic. So, uh, a whole nother way of, of experiencing the medium of comics with your ears. So audibletrial.com slash freaknet, uh, free 30 day trial, one free credit towards your first audiobook purchase. Go there right now. Good job, Joe. Thanks. I heard of Lock and Key on Netflix, and I can't remember who recommended it to me. I want to say I heard it on Geekcast Live. I'm not really sure. Probably. When the first season came out, we were really into it. I had to imagine, because I'm saying, like, because when you said Lock and Key, I was like, why does that sound so fucking familiar? Then you said Netflix. I'm like, I know somebody recommended that to me. I was like, Where? And I think it was the same way. It had to have been you guys because I think you guys also uh, were talking about um, you know, the Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rob really likes Peaky Blinders. Yeah, that I one. Too. I have trouble watching shows that are an hour long. It's rough. It's a commitment at that point. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, that's why Always Sunny in Philadelphia isn't too bad because it takes like eighteen to twenty-two minutes to watch an episode. Same reason with Letterkenny. It's like twelve minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, Joe, more more celebrities are dying. No, who else died? What? Meatloaf, bro. Oh, sorry. That it was like three days ago, so it feels like it was a month ago. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It was it was it was four days ago that he did pass away. That's a shame. Yeah. Louis yeah. Anderson also. Louis Anderson. Now I don't even know who the hell that is. So You ever watch um, uh Louis World, I think it was? No. No, I didn't. No, Lose world. You talking about that one where some dude thought he was a dog? No, no, that was uh, gosh, what was that? It's like Nor- yeah, that sounds right. I was gonna say Norbert, but that's not right. Wilfred, Wilfred, right? Yeah, because he plays like a mom or something in that one. 
Oh, I forgot about that. He does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one either. I don't know who this guy is. I know he was in Coming to America. I just, I, I felt bad when I was at work and I was talking to him. And I was like, do you know the fucking meatloaf died? And they're like, yeah, and Louis Anderson. Like, who the fuck is Louis Anderson? Life with Louis was the cartoon I was trying to think of. Oh, did he portray like a kid? Like a, yeah. himself a kid? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's sad, you know, but, uh, we, we do want to acknowledge their passing because they are, uh, um, uh, God, what the fuck is the word? Important somethings in our lives. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't um, know what the word is either. Right. It's going to come to me later on when we're talking about something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously people who grew up, you know, through the nineties, uh, early two thousands knows Louis Anderson. Those who listen to music from the eighties, uh, knows who Meatloaf is. I still listen to Meatloaf music. Hell, when I found out he died, I spotified his fucking music, uh, for most of the day. Uh, Dashboard Lights, one of my favorite songs. Uh, I would do anything for love. I'll even listen to that extended version. It goes on for like 10, 12 minutes. My friends hate it just because I play it every time we go to the bars back in the day, but <laughs> it's a great song. But uh, there was a there was a quote that Louis Anderson uh, said that I want to share with everybody in uh, remembrance of his passing. And I want you guys to keep this in mind because it is kind of valuable. So <clears throat> I've been asking the universe and God to send me a way for me to help me show business has been so wonderful to me and it came in the form of that it's just so funny how things come into your life and if you take a chance on them it might give you a brand new life truth truth don't uh don't don't not try he right. said it better but yeah that's pretty much the gist of it yeah, don't be don't be afraid to you know to fucking take an opportunity, to take a chance. You got to, you got to move forward and take every opportunity. I mean, like realistically, you can look at Louis Anderson. Not much to look at. Not a not a very attractive man. No, but um, no, and successful. definitely one of those. I I thought I didn't even know he was alive still. Mm-hmm. I well, I don't think he's done anything in like the last like eight years. Other than well, I, I guess he did do the sequel to Coming to America, but I didn't watch that because I'm not willing to uh, uh, do it. Uh, he's been on uh, Baskets. Yeah. That, oh, uh, is that that Galifianakis TV show? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I forget what else. There was something else he was on recently that wasn't yeah. Wilfred, but. Oh, he's but yeah. It's not a, he's, so he's been there. He just hasn't been. Yeah, uh, he's just he's had a real quiet background, you know, existence. Right, which, which, which is great. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. That's, that's the that's the dream, right? You get you get rich, and then you just disappear, and you do whatever you want, and and it's just fun stuff. You don't have to keep doing important things. You right, know? it's it's one of those things where like if you're if you are famous and you're staying out of the spotlight, then you're doing something right. Yeah, because you really don't you don't see a lot of good happening when celebrities are announced in the news. Usually it's a drug thing, an alcohol thing, uh, with that fucking herd girl and Johnny Depp. You know, clearly that's not a good yeah. thing. Um, they're all over the news. So, I mean, good for Louis Anderson. I'm sure he lived a great life. Uh, 68, I don't think is considered the longest of lives. It's no Betty White, you know. 
Right, right. But uh, yeah, no, him and Meatloaf. Retirement age, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he definitely retired in a big fucking way. Uh but uh, yeah, it's him, Meatloaf. Uh, same day, uh, passed on. So uh, God bless to yeah. both of them. Uh, prayers out to their families uh, during this time, and um, yeah, just you know, remember the work that they did. You know, throw in some fucking meatloaf. It's like Meatloaf once said. Though it's cold and lonely in a deep, dark night, I can see paradise by the dashboard light. He also said, let me sleep on that in that song, which uh, I like to do as I uh, as I murder myself in all these fucking work hours. Joe, what do you want? What, what are we freaking bringing back this week? What, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some some stuff that that is gone but has the ability to come back if we will it enough. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's start out with you for this week and uh, bring it freaking back. What you got? I am so ready. So you know I'm a big fan of Mountain Dew. Yeah, love Mountain Dew. Yeah. I've tried just about every variety that's ever been made, mm-hmm. yep. uh, at least at least made in my lifetime and released, and I love basically all of them. Do you have a favorite? Uh, off the top of my head, my gut instinct is to say Pitch Black, the uh, mm. the grape flavored one that they have for Halloween sometimes. Baja Blast, top of that. Baja Blast, uh, I also love. It's I think that's, only that's one, more. It's like the it's only probably, thing I get at Taco Bell. Yeah, it's probably because it's Taco Bell. It's like my favorite. Livewire is also great. Huge fan. Yeah, Livewire Live is great. Yeah, um, yeah those, I those really like the uh, the new one that just came out this summer, Major Melon. Then have it. It's a it's a watermelon Mountain Dew. Oh, that's so good. Too. So refreshing. Uh, uh, Whiteout was also a good one. I, mm-hmm. I I think I find myself liking all all types of Mountain Dews, but the original. There's something about the original I just can't get into. Yeah, yeah, same, same. And I, yeah. I thought that I disliked the original personally. For me, it's that the other ones are just so much better. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like they 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 have their they have their base fucking Mountain Dew. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's try a different flavor. And then they just fucking completely change it. I mean, like when you look at like Mountain Dew and you look at or not Mountain Dew, when you look at Coke and you look at Pepsi, uh, even Dr Pepper, like whenever they like, hey, we're gonna add cherry, we're gonna add vanilla, we're gonna add orange, whatever we're gonna do to our sodas, it still has the main base flavor with a yeah. hint of that. Mountain Dew is like, hey, let's uh let's let's change the flavor a little. Well, how do you want to change it? Completely fucking different. Like right. I just, but like, yeah, like, and yet every Mountain Dew I've ever had tastes like Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. And then that, like, all oh, that pee smell afterwards. I mean, when yeah. you pee, it has like a Mountain Dew smell to it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, but anyways, you go but, ahead. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So you, you know, I love Mountain Dew. We all yes. love Mountain Dew here. But do you remember in the uh, the mid two thousands, probably from about two thousand five to about twenty eleven, that Coke tried to compete with Pepsi on Mountain Dew? By releasing their own version of a of a citrus soda that wasn't mellow yellow. Oh god, was it Volt? Vault. Vault. Yeah. Yeah. Vault yeah. is what I wish they would bring back. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, um, I don't know if I've ever had a Vault before. Like when it oh was out, god, I don't. So I don't. Good. I think the problem was like because like back in the day, uh, during high school, I don't want to take your time away. I just, no, no, uh, you're good. You're good. So, uh, uh. Back back in the time of like Mountain Dew and even when Vault came out, it was like high school, like end of end of uh, end of junior high into high school mm-hmm. time for uh, for me at least. Uh, you too, uh, but for me, 
Uh, Colin was so involved in fucking anything Mountain Dew when it came to lunchtime. I mean, he bought fucking Mountain Dew Code Reds. Like, they were fucking stocks in Disney. Which yeah. is plummeting, by the way. So, uh, you know, <laughs> shit. Uh, but still, like, he just, he's so, so into it. And then every time a new one came out, he had to try it. He had to try it. He had to try it. And he got both because he heard the same thing. You know, it's like, it's, it's the, it's Coca Cola's uh, response to Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he tried it, he's like, oh, you know, I think uh, I think it just has more of a Mountain Dew flavor than Mountain Dew has, which makes no fucking sense. But I think the moment he said it just kind of soured me. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I really need to try that. Yeah, I, I tried it. I really liked it. But uh, what makes it special for me was uh, it it came out around the same time my great-grandparents moved in with us. Okay. And uh, they were – I don't know how to say it. There's There's not – it feels like there's not a nice way to say it. Uh, one of the very nice things that they did for us was that if they found something that we liked, yeah. they would find a sale on it and buy all of it. Nice. That's, and that's so sweet. one time I came home from school drinking a vault soda, and my great-grandma was like, what's that? And I said, vault soda. I really like it. And she said, fantastic. And the next time she went to Marsh, the, there was a Marsh at the time. That's a grocery store chain like Jewel or whatever. Um, it was on sale for like, it was like three for a dollar and she bought two full paper grocery bags full of vault soda. Wow. And I drank that shit for like a month. And uh, I don't know that I've ever had it again because I think that that was the last sale to just get mm-hmm. rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it and it was just such a nice, like, it was such a nice gesture on the part of my grandma because she's just yeah. she's just trying to relate to me and like get something that she knows I like and and all this stuff and like there's nowhere to keep it we you know all our fridges are full and and I just have this giant bag grocery <coughs> bag of of vault soda in the garage for like a month. Oh, guys, uh, got, but it was it, so good and I miss it. I really I want to try it again. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, man. It's like when you when you find that one drink that's like, I mean, obviously, well, not obviously, but ironically, uh, mine this week is also a drink. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, from the same uh, same time period too. Maybe a little bit earlier than yours, but ended I think around the same time. Um, it's just it's just it's it's weird how like and and maybe you could agree with me, maybe not. I don't know how your your taste buds work, but when you think of vault. You could think of how it tasted, like it's still yeah. there, like even from memory. You know, it's like, like that taste is still fucking there. Like I haven't had a Mountain Dew in I don't at least a decade, right? And I guess still like I still feel like what Mountain Dew tastes like. You know, so it's like I, mean, yes. I get it. So when you find something, um, great example is uh, it's my choice for this week. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember these, but uh, uh, how how big is Snapple in your life? Like, have you? I mean, do you have Snapples, or where are you at with them? I haven't had Snapple in a long time. It's been a while, right? They used to be one of my absolute favorite things. Uh, the Snapple caps. I used to have bags and bags of those little fact caps. Right. So something something that Snapple did a little bit different to kind of change everyone's life is the Snapple facts. You know, just some random shit about giraffes or distance between. One place or another, just just something to brighten up the drinking experience. Uh, being being at a younger age, uh, I think I enjoyed Snapple uh, probably more often than I do now. I can't actually remember the last time I bought a Snapple. Same. So because I'm, 
I'm more of an Arizona iced tea fan and juice drinks and stuff. I've never like been like a, oh, I gotta get these, you know, because I'm, I'm feeling like having like a, a peachy mango fucking drink, like no, nah, or a, or, or a strawberry kiwi drink, you know, first right. off. Well, there's, there's like, you can get like a, for 99 cents, you can get an Arizona strawberry kiwi drink now. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, why Big would I, why would I get the one with the lizard on it or whatever? Yeah. Speaking Side note about Arizona iced teas. Uh, so they come in them big ass cans. Yeah. When we were kids, and I don't know why, but uh, me and a couple of my friends, like, we would ask the gas station to put them in one of them small brown bags. So when we were walking <laughs> around, <laughs> we were drinking these they big ass. Like they looked like 40s. They looked like 40s, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was quite the life back in the day. Oh, shit. Classic. Anyway. Classic. <laughs> Like so, smoking candy cigarettes. Exactly. I remember, like, and the, oh my god, like it pissed me off. And that's another thing I wish they'd be, be brought back is uh the candy cigarettes that look like legit candy cigarettes, like the gum ones. Uh, now I think they're just like the chalk sticks. They're like okay, cool, whatever. But like those those legit uh gum cigarettes they actually blew like the the I don't know if it's like powdered sugar or whatever out of them when you blew on them. Yeah, uh, I don't think I, I ever had those. Yeah, Sounds I don't awesome, though. I don't know what my life was back then. I mean, I had a great fucking childhood, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, like, I don't know if it's TV or what, but I remember fucking, like, walking around fucking drinking Arizona iced teas, like, 40s out brown paper bags. I also remember one time laying on my couch and fucking eating Smarties like I was popping pills. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Anyways, I'm getting way off track, but, yes, that, Arizona tea. Uh, the Arnold Palmer ones, the Southern ones. With I hate sweet tea, but I would drink an Arnold Palmer Southern tea any fucking day. Oh, yeah, sweet tea and pink lemonade. Holy hell! But Snapple, back in 1999, came out with a uh, a a new uh, oh god, what that was it called? Uh, a new line of fruit drinks, if you will. Uh, they were called uh, Snapple Elements. Oh. Oh, I'm so glad you brought these up. I didn't know those were right Snapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like, my the, god, those were I. Those were almost what I went with this week. Yeah, they're fucking great, man. And the thing is, like, so uh, there's two. There were two different varieties of them. There were the early, uh, the, the the 1991 to like the 2000. I want to say three, four-ish ones that came in like the the metal cans. And it said like uh, it said Element Energy on them because it was it was uh, Snapple's introduction to energy drinks. Um, and then, and then in the later ones, they start coming out in like glass bottles. Like they kind of resemble, uh, I don't know if you know the, uh, drink Calypso's. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. So they kind of come in a bottle that after a while they came in a bottle looking like that. Because the thing yeah. was like with, with Snapple's energy drink, it wasn't like all the other drinks, the energy drinks today that are carbonated and cans and shit like that. It was really just a, it was a fruit drink, uh, but it was like they, they sold it as an energy drink. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can look it up here. So uh, I mean, like, it, it was like a, the height of, oh man, it was like the height of Digimon. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I remember there, there's so many things I remember about this. Like I remember um, whenever Dad would come pick us up at the gas station or whatever, he would usually let us get something to drink there. Yeah. And uh, you know, knowing my dad, I'm sure he wished that we just got fucking something in a styrofoam cup like he would get. <laughs> uh but we would always get these things and they were just so good every single time yeah. and like in my head i can still feel like that like that that memory like in my like my gut you know yeah. like 
oh my gosh, you know, I, I felt like a, like a digidestin, like picking out my my symbol or whatever. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, the whole element thing was huge in Digimon, yeah. Pokemon, uh, what right. Dragon Ball Z, like like all those uh, fucking even uh, Captain Planet. You know, like yeah, 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 and, yeah. It's just it was an it was a great fucking time, and the thing was like they weren't that expensive. I think they're like two for three bucks or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, so Houston would get one, and I'd get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, there was this. Uh, so if I could read, the, if it's okay, I'd like to read this real quick. Yeah, please. So, do. Well, it's, it's a little bit long, but I mean, it kind of describes why these things are so incredible. Um, in April of 1999, Snapple introduced a new line of fruit drinks called Snapple Elements. They started out with earth, rain, fire, and sun. Yeah. Uh, later in the line grew to include a multitude of flavors. Around 2005, the original glass bottles were replaced. Oh, okay, so it was backwards. The original glass bottles were replaced with aluminum cans. So I got a bad uh, That makes sense. That's on me. But, hey, we're learning here. We are learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after its introduction, the line won Beverage World Globe Design Gold Award for Best Overall Product Design. The element line was made up of fire, which was a uh, dragon fruit. Uh, I think that was like my favorite, actually. Uh, fire and uh, I think uh, rain was uh, an agave cactus. Rain was Earth, my favorite. Earth, grape cranberry, sun, starfruit orange, meteor, tangelo, spark, yeah. ma- mandarin carrot, turbulence, shredded lemon, atomic, jacked apple, Diet Air, which was prickly peach, Diet Ice, which was ruby tangelo, Velocity was grapefruit cranberry, Volcano was indigo grape, Voltage, which was citrone, Sky, passion fruit, Gravity, carrot infusion, uh, and Altitude was persimmon. Sample elements include a tea line, such as Moon, which was green tea, uh, lightning, which was ginseng black tea, and infusion was mango tangerine. After aluminum redesigned, uh, they added an aluminum energy line, fire, rain, meteor, were all energy enhanced. Metal had a blood orange taste. Venom awesome. was a, <laughs> venom was a citrus drink, and Sub Zero tastes like Siberian cherry. Sub Zero, I do remember, I think that was my favorite one of the energy, uh, lines. Unfortunately, all lines were discontinued when sales slipped. And I think that was around 2008. As I look at uh, uh, change.org, bring it back, Snapple Elements, which is currently uh, a petition, which it, it sickens me that there's only 1,200 people who signed this petition. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, it looks like the, the line ended in around 2008. But uh, I, w- I was more involved in the energy elements than mm-hmm. the originals. But uh, like I said, I mean, I, I, I guess I got around the time of the aluminum can, so I guess around 2005. Um, fucking loved them, missed them so much, and the fact that they had they, they weren't just like normal fucking flavors. Not like oh, fire right. is orange. No, yeah. it's dragon fruits and star fruits and stuff. Incredible. Yeah, I I've never even like uh, obviously I've heard of a persimmon, but I've never heard of a persimmon. Yeah, <laughs> never enough, never enough. Never in, a, in a, a, uh, a drink that is sold by, like, a fucking big-name place. Right, yeah. Like, they're just throwing random fruit flavors out there and shit. And the thing is, like, like a lot of these I don't remember hearing because I don't think they sold all these brands at the gas station I went to. Like, Fire, Rain, Earth, Sun, yeah. Meteor, I don't know if I ever saw. Spark, Turbulence, those don't seem... Diets, I know I've never seen. But as a kid, do you ever really buy a diet drink? 
No. Um, yeah. So, uh, sky gravity stuff. I never heard of the tease, but you know what? The, the line that this had and the fact that they got rid of all of it because it slipped bothers me. Yeah. I mean, like, you could have hung on to these. Hell, you could have rebranded it in any way to sell to adults. If these were to come back, I'd probably go broke and trying to fucking stock my fucking life with this shit. Yeah, because just in case. It's going away again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, what? I I I think that there are companies that need to kind of like jump on that like nostalgia fucking. It's like you mentioned last week, 3D Doritos are coming back. Um, yeah, I haven't had them yet, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of things that are coming. Out. A friend of mine told me that uh, Doritos came out with a uh, a um oh god, what the hell is those uh, Cheetos? Flaming hot. Flaming hot. They came, uh, that Doritos came out with a flaming hot, hot, cool ranch Dorito. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. I'm torn because I love flaming hot and I absolutely hate cool ranch. I can't eat cool ranch. It makes me oh, sick. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah, I told you that cool ranch story, right? No. Why can't Why can't eat cool ranch Doritos? Mm-mm. Would you like to hear that story? Yes. Okay. Uh, Snapple, bring back Element Drinks. Okay, story about Cool Ranch Doritos and why I hate them dates back to the 2011s. Uh, that was back when uh, I had a uh, wonderful girlfriend at the time who broke my heart over the phone, the bitch. Um, but I'm not bitter about it. Just, uh, just want to remind everyone that I have feelings too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 11 years ago though, so I'm okay now. We got, we're, we got over it. We, we made it past. Um, but at that time, I was dating a, uh, I was dating somebody who had a brother who, at the time, uh, see, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time were about 21, 22. She, uh, her brother was 14, 15, somewhere in there. Uh, cool kid, kind of weird, but really cool, fun kid. Um, he, uh, side note, he, uh, he wanted to play chess against me, uh, once. And, uh, I beat him in like five moves, I think. Or like, maybe it was like oh, four. Gosh. It was this really easy fucking move that somebody showed me and I just fucking like took him out. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, well, what happened? And I was like, I won. He's like, well, can we play again? I'm like, sure, whatever. You know, me and my girlfriend are trying to watch Saw. Don't know why. I hate horror movies, but she was cute. Um, I survived though. You know what? Saw movies, I was fine with. Nice. So maybe there's, maybe as long as I watch it with somebody who I don't want to look like a puss in front of, uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe I can watch Annabelle one day. I don't even know. Ooh. Probably not. Those, those fucking movies are horrifying. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost is what, uh, is what gets me. But, um, I beat him again and he, he went into his room and cried. Uh, I felt bad, but at the same time I was with my girlfriend. So who gives a fuck? Anyway, right. so, uh, so, so the brother was, uh, he was kind of nerdy and, uh, he probably did what every other kid back in the day who was a nerd did and had land parties with their friends. Uh, computers and shit all hooked up to oh, yeah. play online with each other but right next to each other. Uh, yep. I, have a, I had a friend of mine who did that shit for like three days straight over the weekends and stuff. They all like was set up in the garage and the musk that would pour out of that fucking garage Sunday afternoon. Oh, it's horrifying. Oh, yeah. Horrifying. So... Um, me, uh, me and my ex had to go, uh, we, we were asked by their mother to go pick him up from his friend's house after a land party weekend. So we go and pick him up. Speaking of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Motherfucker didn't bring a change of clothes for three fucking days. Well, sure. He wasn't doing anything but sitting in a chair. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, just stewing in his own fucking shit. And beyond that, uh, the people of the house that he was at were like breed, like they just had a litter of dogs who they oh, kept, no. who they kept in the kitchen, um, and didn't like let them out and change the paper and nothing. So there's like dog piss and shit. I, I didn't see it. He just described it because of what I said here. Now you're going to hear this in a moment, but, um, so. I'm obviously I'm in the front seat uh, with my girlfriend driving. I was in the passenger seat. He fucking comes out. Fucking uh, there's a sheen coming off his hair like somebody just waxed him. Um, fucking collars all fucking loose from probably the nervousness of pulling on it while playing games. Yep, yep. Pants are falling down because I don't know he doesn't wear a belt. Just just a fucking mess. Like like if there was a walk of shame, this is it. Uh, he gets into the fucking car, shuts the door, this airflow wafts through the Ooh. fucking car. The first thing that comes to mind is Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. So I asked the kid, bro, why do you smell like dog shit and Cool Ranch Doritos? He's like, well, we, you know, we were having what we were having. And he was trying to tell me, he was trying to explain what a land party was. Like, I didn't fucking know. Right. Like, Motherfucker, I lived a life. Come on yeah. now. So he's like, well, that is. yeah. So he's like, well, you know, my friends got together and we put our computers together so we could, uh, so we could play games. So I'm like, yeah, land parties. Go, you know what that is? I'm like, yeah, I do. What, what's that do with you smelling like fucking shit Doritos, you know? And yeah. he's like, well, you know, all we ate, uh, this weekend was, uh, was Doritos and soda and Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, the, the land party drink. Uh, that and, uh, what, Red Bull. Yep. So, uh, how did, how did fucking Mountain Dew and Red Bull not do a thing together? I don't know. That's a good question. God, God, man. Anyways, so apparently for fucking three days, all this kid fucking ate was so much Cool Ranch Doritos that was just oozing out of his fucking pores. And then obviously the fucking dogs, uh, you know, made a made a, a a fucking odor into the air that just seeped into his fucking clothing. It was so fucking bad that when we were driving home, we had to keep our windows fucking open. And this is at a time where. Uh, my girlfriend didn't want her family to know that she smoked. Uh-huh. So, uh, couldn't fucking smoke. I was willing to, I would willing to do anything. Like, I'll set the fucker on fire for this fucking smell to go away. But ever <laughs> since then, ever since then, I cannot go near or touch Cool Ranch Doritos. Fucker brought in a bag of those Flaming Hot Cool Ranch Doritos last, uh, Saturday, I think. And yeah. just looking at the blue of that fucking bag. Brought back that smell from that car ride eleven years ago. So it's amazing how sense, how your senses can fucking just trigger memories. Phenomenal. Yep. Yep. Oh man, I can I can imagine that, and it makes me want to gag. Yeah, it is. I've been actually fighting my gag reflex for the last like five minutes. Dude, it's wow. been rough on it's been rough on me because I can feel like wanting to come up because I just finished my fucking bowl of fucking cocoa pebbles, so now I got a a tummy full of cocoa pebbles and what I recommend to be the best emergency powder drink ever. Do not get the regular fucking orange. All right, all right. Let's get the raspberry. Here. Get the raspberry. Oh, you are right. I forgot. Yeah, you want to get the you want to get the immune boost vitamin C. It's phenomenal. I love it. Uh, huge fan of raspberry. Anything raspberry flavored, sold. My guy. Wendy's, 
If I ever go to Wendy's, I always get the fucking, uh, well, I guess, yeah, is that raspberry lemonade? Strawberry lemonade? Can't remember. Strawberry and raspberry fucking res- uh, lemonades. Recommend either one. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, God, every time I tell that story, it's a great story, but, uh, it's, uh, God, no, that's that feeling. Like, I don't know if I'm, if, if I would ever have to tell a story about watching somebody get murdered, um, I don't think it would, I don't think I would cringe as much as that fucking Dorito smell in that car that one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joe, wow. how, uh, what, what is, what is the acceptable amount of laziness? I don't know. What the, what are you like? Are you well, doing? let me, I, I guess, I guess I'll give you a kind of frame of reference to where I'm at. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You can't tell me it's okay. Before we do any of that, uh, I can't remember in the 45 minutes we've been doing this. Have I mentioned ball wash? Uh, no. Cool. But you know, you know who could have used fucking ball wash? <laughs> yeah. Fucking, fucking good old JB. Shout out to JB and his fucking nasty ass testicles. For those of you out there who are land party goers, I get it. First off, I understand that three days without showering is the it, 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 it's the nostalgia of the fact. I get that. You know, there's there's you don't want to be the one guy who has good hygiene in a fucking land party. I get it. But for the love of God, just fucking clean your shit at one point. Change your change. Bring a just change your shirt. Yeah, yeah. something. Yeah, wait. Throw some deodorant. On. There's no shame in deodorant. I promise you. This fucking kid, oh my god, I could, I could have an entire, an entire show on this fucking kid. Like this, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't mean that in a way that like I can make fun of this kid, but this kid was so fucking goofy and incredible. The stories, uh, fucking foreshadowing because I'll tell this story in the future. He cut his hand with a sword. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait for Is that story. like, uh, I have the power of God and the anime on my side. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he yelled Great Odin's beard, or by the power of Zeus, yeah. Yeah, I think he he-manned that shit, but uh, that's a story for another day. Um, uh, Ballwash.com is the best place for you to go to get all your hygiene needs, especially for those of you who do land parties or maybe uh, laziness, as I'm going to describe here in a little bit. Uh, it cleans you from head to toe, from hole to pole, because when it comes to your sack, Ballwash has got your back. Everything from... From liquid soaps to bar soaps, which is my personal favorite. I'll take a bar of soap over a liquid soap any day. But both soaps are incredible. I have used them both, and I do have both. Uh, they also got body scrubbers, so you can apply the liquid soap. Uh, and they also got shampoos and conditioners to clean your hair. Again, it's head to toe. Shampoos and conditioners. Uh, but they have uh, so much more than just, you know, your normal showering hygiene needs. They also got personalized lubricants for those nights where you're by yourself, or maybe you got a partner who likes to get a little weird. They got a, a line of boxers that are available. They got uh, hand sanitizers. Uh, Ball Guard, which is still my uh, most recommended and uh, top favorite product they got. It goes on like a lotion. It dries as a powder, and it helps with the chafing in those hot days. Um, even if you're working indoors during wintertime, you know, sweat and perspiration can't happen. There could be some chafing. Ball Wash will help you against that, so I do recommend checking out the Ball Guard as well. As well as the uh, Nut Rub Cream that they have. Uh, it was kind of like a a cologne rub that you put on uh, your special area. So eventually when somebody uh, goes head deep into you, uh, it smells a little bit nicer than what you're probably fucking carrying around from a fucking land party. Nice. It's right? important. It's important. 100%. You know what? To to smell good is very fucking important. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the guy who is remembered for his Doritos stench. 
hundred percent. You know, and and one of the things like, and a lot of people say like, oh, you know, after you're married for a while and stuff, you get, you know, you get comfortable. You don't got to try as hard. Well, let me tell you, it doesn't matter how long you're married. If you smell like ass, it's gonna cause a problem in your fucking marriage. I don't know. I'm not yeah. married. I'm just going to assume. Am I correct, Joe? Am I wrong there? I'm pretty sure you're correct. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but I mean, like, no, you, you have to stay hygienic but through the I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak for other people, but for me personally, like, if I don't smell good to me, right, that's a huge, like, that hurts my confidence. Even with my wife. I'm just like, I, I don't I don't feel like a human being. I, you know, myself, I, if I don't feel clean. I understand. Now, now I, I know a lot of people, like, you know, they'll shower in the days as well as the evenings. Um. <clears throat> I'm more of a morning shower guy. I have to get up for the day. But mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. days I do work, when I come home from work, I have to shower. Now, if it's if it's a lazy day where I'm just laying around the house and everything, I'll shower when I get up because I got to get clean. But maybe I just won't shower that evening. Um, there's a preference to, you know, just as long as, just as long as you guys have a steady routine and you don't smell like a bag of fucking uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Fill, fill up your cart with all their amazing products. Use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout. You'll save yourself 15% in your entire order. Go to ballwash.com. Get that wiener cleaner. All right. I need an acceptable level of laziness because I talked about my work schedule. I talked about how work is a little bit rough right now with the shorthandedness and the coverage of everything. Um, I have worked the last... 11 of 15 days. Oh, God, that's a lot. Starting starting tomorrow, I'm going to work the next 20 of 25. Fuck that. Yeah, so there's times where I'm going to have maybe a day off, and that day off uh, consists of me getting off work at 5.30 in the morning, getting home at 7 a.m., and then having to be back at work at 5 a.m. the next day. So there's really only like a uh, like a 24-hour turnaround between the time I get off work and the time I get home. Not even that, like maybe 20 hours. Yeah. That constitutes his days off in the 20 of 25 that are coming up. I can't um, imagine why people are planning a strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you union bastards. Uh, but, um, hey, look, it's a fucking uh, shopping list I made last week. Oh, well. Anyways, thank you, post a note. So, um... Obviously, I'm exhausted. Obviously, I'm tired. Uh, I set my alarm for fucking uh, 8 this morning, and I didn't wake up until 9.35. Uh, just exhausted. Yeah. Um, so I get up, and I go downstairs. I let Cooper out. I'm making my bowl of fucking Cocoa Pebbles. And I realize as I'm fucking standing there in my kitchen that there are dishes in my fucking sink. There's garbage sitting in the garbage can. There's garbage day tomorrow. There's a bag of garbage in my fucking hallway from when I collected the garbage for fucking last week. I took the bedding off of my bed to wash it uh, Friday morning before I went to work. It's still in the dryer, and I've been using my uh, king-size comforter as a cocoon to sleep in because I just don't have the energy to fucking make my bed. Yeah. So I know there's a sense of total laziness in the world. And I know that there's a point where I'm getting very fucking close to meeting that. I just need to know an acceptable level of laziness to where, you know what, because of the hours you work, 
I can understand there's dishes in the sink. I can understand that there's a bag of garbage that was collected still sitting there. This isn't food and shit. It's just like crap, you know, like fucking clothes that have holes in it, just shit like that. Um, but I want to get your opinion on uh, a, a, an acceptable amount of laziness. Because, I mean, like, there has to be a justification, but at the same time, there has to be accountability. Right. That's why I know where you think I'm at as far as uh, a scale of uh, justified or laziness. Where am I, I think it's justified. I think you're justified, personally. I, uh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a big believer in sometimes you just got to survive, and survival does not necessarily include getting your dishes done. Mm-hmm. So I, I think when they need to get done, they'll get done. Yeah. And until then, you know, you just got to you just got to make it to the next time you can do dishes. Yeah. That's, now, where, I, that's where I'm at. That's how I, I feel about things these days. Now, I will say that the dishes are in my sink. They are rinsed out. So it's not like. Oh, see, that's better than, than sometimes yeah. what I do. <laughs> yeah. So it's not. Yeah. So it's not like food has been sitting there fucking incubating for like four days or something like that. But it's just like. It's like when I when I fucking like when I get home, whether I'm working nights and I get home at like seven in the morning, I want to eat something real quick before I go to bed. I'll finish up, rinse it, leave it in the sink. It's like okay, I'll fucking wash it later. Or if I get home in the evening, like I'll get home at fucking seven seven thirty at night, I gotta go to bed in half an hour to get the fucking work, and I still got or get to get to bed so I can get enough sleep for work the next day. Yeah, and it's like all you got left, all you got time to do right now is. Fucking make a quick sandwich and go take a shower. So, you know, like, I'll make a fucking, like, ham and salami sandwich. I'll put a little bit of mayo on there, maybe some mustard and some, you know, banana peppers. You know, I'll make sure the, the fucking, um, you know, obviously I'll lick the fucking knife. I mean, who doesn't lick the fucking knife? Yeah, right. R- rinse it off. Kind of monster, yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's just, like, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, like, I could walk through my house. I just bought a brand-new uh, battery-operated uh, vacuum. A little stick packing for the hardwood floors and stuff. Um, that that got delivered a couple of days ago. I still have yet to open it from the box. There is a there is a box of Swiffer Wet Jet liquid and pads that I bought on Amazon two weeks ago. That's still sitting in the box by the front of the hot door. Because I'm like, I'll get to it when I fucking get to. I'll open it whenever I open it. I know what it is. I get it. Um, it's just like I, I'm not gonna Swiffer right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like. I mean, I, today is a busy day for me. It's my only day off this week. I worked, I worked Friday until Monday. I'm off today. Today's Tuesday as we record this, and then I'm going to be working Sunday to the following Monday, or I'm going to be working Wednesday to the following Monday. You know, luckily, praise God, I'm going to have half of Tuesday off and Wednesday if they don't strike. Now, if they decide to strike, then I'm working seven days a week. Well, um, yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I've told everyone this, and I can be completely honest with you. Um, if I don't want to work seven days in a row, I will not work seven days in a row. Yep. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm at the point in my life where, granted, I really do need this job. And, yes, I do like my job regardless of the shit I say. But it doesn't matter how busy I am or how dead it is. Twelve hours of being at the same fucking place does mess with you. Yep. You know, it's like, and even like fucking yesterday was so goddamn busy, and I apologize for saying the GD, but it was so damn busy that I worked 12 hours, and the only break I got was a 20-minute smoke break, fucking eight hours into my shift, just because there was so much going on. Everyone else, all the union people, they were able to get their lunches done in, and and they got to sit down, 
And good for them. That's awesome. But for sure, their job isn't fucking as uh, demanding as mine. And I actually got in an argument with them <coughs> about pay and all this other shit because, you know, in order for them to get paid what they want to get paid, they got to take money away from the lower grabber area and shit like that. And I was talking to them, I was like, I was like, how greedy do you fuckers have to be to make 40 something dollars an hour to do the job you're doing? And they think it's fucking just fine. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. If I was in their situation, I would love to make the money that they're fucking making. Yeah. But the fact that in order for them to make their money they're making, they had to take it away from somebody else. So now they get paid less is a joke. It doesn't show really teamwork there because well, yeah, they got like, what what are the bosses making though? What are the people who are who are oh doing, like, god? I know that everyone's so overpaid, dude. When I was a coordinator, I underpaid man. I think oh no no not I now think overpaid is a thing. <laughs> no not now no not now 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 yeah. I'm underpaid. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm making ten dollars less an hour than the union people are doing the same job as me. Oh no, I right yeah. now I'm definitely underpaid. I'm talking back in like 2015 through 2017 when I was an operation coordinator at fucking Intertech. And I was oh, making, yeah. I'll just fucking say it, 70 grand a fucking year. I was nice. making good fucking money. The yeah. problem is now, like, because, because no matter what anyone says, it doesn't matter if you talk to me, you talk to fucking, uh, Carl who works there, uh, who's an, uh, who's the manager, or you talk to the two guys who are still working there, Joe and Jake or Nick who used to work there and quit. They'll tell you different than me that, oh, we were underpaid. We were so underpaid. Like, motherfuckers are making anywhere from seventy to $80,000 a year. I'm sorry, but you're fucking admins. Like, all you're doing is just putting together paperwork, like, numbers that other people went out into the field to get. Yeah. Put them into a fucking PDF form and mailed it off to somebody. You're right. lucky. You're lucky, you know, you'd be lucky to make fucking, like, 55, 58, 60 grand a year doing that job. And right. they want a bitch saying that they're underpaid, that they should be making seventy five, eighty thousand dollars. Like motherfuckers, this is why the business is falling apart. This is uh, why we're not making fucking money because you know that the company is fucking struggling, and your fucking thought is, oh, let me gouge them for more fucking money. It's it's maddening. When I became a coordinator, I started out at fifty two thousand dollars a year. I, mean, I think it was fifty five. It was fifty five thousand dollars a year because I still had like a. Um, like a $3,500 car allowance or some shit. So it was like 55-5. Like because I still had to go out to the field. And at that time, we were using our own fucking vehicles. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, and I was blessed to have that. Like, fucking 55 grand? Yeah. But now you get fucking inspectors. When I was an inspector, I made $19 an hour. You know? Granted, yeah, that was... No. <laughs> you know, like, granted, that was... uh what, uh, got 2012, so 10 years ago? Yeah. So back then, $19 an hour went a little bit longer, a little bit farther than it did now, you know? Back That's then, true. back then after 40 hours, we used to get half pay instead of overtime. What? So, yeah. Oh, trust me. That doesn't seem that. legal. No, they got sued for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when I went out and I worked 60 hours a week, I got paid for 50. Oh. Mm. Yeah, sucked. Uh, but they got that fixed. But by the time I got into the office, now everyone's making fucking time and a half. So there's a lot of fucking money that people are being paid that, like, realistically, it's like, it's like you're paying the wrong people the wrong money. Yeah, I hear that. It's like inspectors should get paid more money. Coordinators, I can see okay being paid less money. I get that, like, you know, like, prices of everything's going up. So, yeah, maybe there's a balance now to it. Um, one of my biggest fears is like, 
I know that uh, the more money you make, the more money you're willing to fucking spend. Yeah. Because I remember being able I remember being able to fucking live off a fucking $12 an hour job at Sears right. back in 2007, 2008. Here I am making twice as much money, wondering where the fuck all my money's at. Right. Honestly, um, I, just, I just got my raise, and uh, uh, my very first paycheck, after I had paid all my bills and actually started, like, um, putting some stuff away for retirement, which I've, like, never done. Yeah. Um, I actually overdrew my bank account for the first time, like, ever. Mm. By one penny because of fucking Planet Fitness that I haven't canceled. When was the last time you were at Planet Fitness? Uh, three months ago. Oh, okay. Treadmill? I used to go, I used to go yeah, you get on the treadmill and walk. Yes. Did you ever think about maybe just getting your own treadmill? Uh, I have. I don't really have space for it in our place. You ever think about just walking in place? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. You know, the thing is, like, I would love to get a gym membership back. Um, obviously, with my schedule right now, it's just really hard to justify one because if right. I only go once a week. But yeah. I actually I'd really – plan a fitness. I'd, I'd go somewhere where I actually, like, pay enough that I want mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> yeah. That's going to get you. Right? Because it's, it's so affordable, and they just never fucking show up. It's like, ah, it's worth $10, $15, yeah. whatever. But it's, I do like going, like especially if I can find somebody to go with. It just makes it that much more of a mm-hmm. uh, an enjoying like time. And you know, working out with somebody's a lot better than working solo. I mean, it's yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's just the the laziness feels real. And I know, like with today, uh, there are some things I probably can get done. I just know, like obviously, I'm recording here with you right now. I got my physical therapy appointment later this afternoon, and then later this evening, I'm going to record JFW with Dally. So. Yeah, and then I gotta get to work, or I gotta get to bed because I got work starting on Wednesday for the next six days. So it's uh, it's quite the world that I'm living right now. I just feel really mm-hmm. bad that I know that life would be a lot better if I had a maid. I hear uh, that, right? But I, uh, that. I wouldn't want a maid to see my place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know they're paid not to judge, but man. Right, I just want to find somebody who uh, who cleans like crime scenes for a living because right. this would be a nice change of pace. Like, oh, you got you got dirt behind your door. Well, I guess that's better than guts. Amen. Yeah. Um, but that's a weird thing too. Sherry, Sherry, Ashley, and even Dally have all offered to clean my house for like a fee, and I'm like, I'm I could do it for free. Why would I pay anybody? Right. And I realized, like, I'm not even going to do it for fucking free. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I, I know who I am. I hear you. <clears throat> so, who knows? Um, shit will get done. Uh, You know what? I, I could win the fucking lottery tonight. I'm playing the MAGA tonight. I could walk away with $180 million, and then I could definitely have somebody clean my fucking house. Right. Or okay. I'll just build another house somewhere else, and I'll just leave this one behind. Yep. Leave it for the squatters. Or Cooper. Cooper can have it. I don't give a fuck. Cooper would like it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't I'll... like being left behind. He's got that anxiety. That's true. That's true. But he has his own house. He'd he keep the furniture. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like that. He'd uh, rip it all up. But he'd like oh, it. fuck yeah. Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? What am I freaking thinking about? Uh, Probably I've been playing um a lot of PlayStation 4 the last couple of weeks. 
Okay. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it on the show or not, but there's a, a game that came out ah, forever ago called uh, like Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Gotcha. Um, and I, I beat that probably about a week and a half ago, and I've been playing the sequel called uh, Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, the sequel is not as good as the original, uh, which, you know, frequently happens with games. But it is a good game, and it's it's very much um, – if you like Assassin's Creed, I would describe it as Assassin's Creed Middle-Earth. So if you like Assassin's Creed and you like Lord of the Rings, it's a really great game and a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, it's not the best game I've ever played, and mm-hmm. I am a little overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that has to be done <laughs> with it. You know, it's like I'm, I'm here to escape having chores, and, and all this game is is chores right now. But yeah. uh, but it's it's a fun game. I do recommend it. Um, it was on sale. Uh, I I would not pay full price for it. Gotcha. To be clear, but uh, I, I picked up the first one for like five dollars and the second one for like nine. That's worth it. So if you if you ever see a sale on them for that price, go ahead and pick it up. It's 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 a fun game. I'm having a good time playing it. You get to uh, build an army of orcs, which is fun. Um, and it's you know. Uh, I also will say I have some some lore issues with it as a as a big Tolkien nerd. There's some stuff that happens that makes me go, Tolkien wouldn't like this, and I can't believe that you sold out. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just if you just play it and not think about it, it's really fun to play. So uh, yeah, so Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War uh, mm-hmm. on the PlayStation Four, and you can tell it's good because it rhymes. So. <laughs> That's that's uh that's that's what they that's that's how they grade it. Yeah. Yeah. Just based on the rhyme perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are you what are you freaking thinking about? Uh you know what? It, it's hard to wrap my mind around anything other than obviously work. Uh yeah. it, it's weird to talk so much about it, but when it's your life for the foreseeable future it's hard not to. But um outside outside of that, uh it's there there's a change that's coming in my life. I mentioned it a little bit before we started recording, and I don't want to give too much away because certain people aren't supposed to know, like, what it is and all this other shit. So um, when the time comes, I can share exactly what it is. But uh, I, as I mentioned it, like, it's it's a life-changing thing. Yeah. Like, what what could happen would completely – Turn every shitty thing in my life could turn it completely around within a year. Like it's again, it's a life changing thing that I pray happens. I hope it happens. From every account, it's going to happen. From everyone I talk to, it, it's a definite thing. Um, so like realistically, I've just been kind of like thinking in my head, like you know, like if this happens, what can I do? Like how can I write? You know, the the ship that I'm currently on. You know, just. You know, making sure that, you know, things that need to get done can get done. Um, it, it, it's almost like a brand new chapter kind of way of like, uh, of the way I can look at life. So I just been thinking a lot about that, kind of planning out like, okay, so if this has happened, this is what the next year of my life is going to be like. Um, so I've just been really thinking about that over the last few days. And, uh, I gotta tell you, even the thought of it happening makes me feel better than I have in, uh, in the last couple of weeks. Nice. Um, obviously, I want to try to find that uh, that line between uh, hope and reality because, like I said, anything can happen. Like, it, like, like I everything that I think is going to happen could just falter and flop and not be it. But you know what? 
it's the it's the will of it's hope and everything that you have to have, like regardless of what it is. Yeah. As long as you as long as you hold on to hope, you know, like things could happen. Like you know, like pessimism is a really big thing in my life. I I always I I think I've said it on this show before, but like hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yep. You know, like you know, like you really want you to plan for the worst. I don't exactly. I don't understand people who don't plan for the worst. Yeah. Like you know, like I, I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm not blinded by what could real, really happen in life. You know, it's, you know, it's just not fucking feasible. You know, if you're in a sinking ship, you know, you can hope all you want that it's not going to sink completely, but at the same time, you better remember how to fucking swim. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's one of the things like where like I mean like if it feels like my life is a sinking ship, and I'm hoping that if everything turns out right, there's going to be a rescue boat coming on through. If not, I'm just going to wade in the fucking ocean like Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> so, uh, but no, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what my thing. Oh, also, shout out to this fucking skin tag fucking tool I bought off Amazon. Uh, fucking working great. Nice. Yeah. Fucking, I hate skin tags. I have quite a few of them. I got this machine just to fucking track. I'm like, hey, what the hell not? If it doesn't work, I'm out 18 bucks. I got to tell you, uh, I'm very, I'm very happy with it. It seems to be nice. working quite well. So, so shout out to skin tag machines because I wasn't going to go to a dermatologist and spend $100 to do something that I could probably do myself for $18. And uh, realistically, it doesn't look like it's going to cause any harm to me. So, uh, yes. Nice. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for those fans. I know that's true. So uh, if our fans need more Cartoon Joe, where can they go? Well, let me tell you, if you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. And normally that's where I'd end my plug, but uh, we're coming back this week. Uh, tomorrow is going to be our first show of the year. It'll be released hopefully this upcoming Saturday. And uh, for those of you who've listened and have been waiting with bated breath for the second half of our Dune review, uh, that's what we're leading off the year with. So if you watched Dune this summer and uh, <laughs> and you've been waiting to, to hear what we thought about the second half of the movie, uh, you'll be able to hear it this Saturday finally. So. Can I can I ask a behind the scenes question? Yeah. Was it put off as a plan or you guys just forgot? No, it was put off as a plan. I gotcha. thought it'd be really funny to uh, uh so what happened was and I am happy to share the behind the scenes. Uh Nick only had time to watch the first half before we recorded that week. Gotcha. And so we were like let's not review the second half until the beginning of the next season. Because <laughs> we thought it'd be funny to do that. And I think it's hilarious, and especially since I totally forgot about it until mm-hmm. Ryan texted me and said, hey, just so you know, first first show of the year, we're talking Dune, and I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nick will be angry. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he didn't like the movie. So. Oh, but I that's digress. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's awesome. Well, congrats on a, a new season. Uh, this is what, like seven? Eight? Uh, might even be nine. Yeah. Well, you guys don't really go by seasons. You just keep numbering your shows. Yeah. How many, how many shows have you guys done now? Uh, I got it. I'm looking it up right now. Well, 
Get in. I'm looking on Spotify. Uh, yeah. We uh, we've done 386 episodes, and uh, yeah, we'll be starting season nine. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you guys. Uh, yeah, you guys. Well, Geeks Geekcast Live has gone through a, a lot since the game because in the beginning it was like what it was like four people and two of them were women or some shit. Uh, it was me, it was originally me, Ryan, and Rob, and we tried to include our friends, uh, Leslie and Jordan. Yeah, two, two women. And, uh, we just, they, they never were able to make it work, the two, two ladies, so. Yeah. So you traded them uh, in for Nico. Yeah, well, we, Nick was coming on as a guest, like, I don't know, probably three weeks out of four, and we were just like, why don't you just join the show? Hmm. He said, okay. So he became our Andy Richter. Nice. Our perma guest. And nine seasons later, here you are. Still fucking yeah. crushing it. Perfect. Yeah. It's a good time. Good times. Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to catch us on social media, you can find us uh, at This Freaking Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our shows, when they do get released, are available on all uh, podcast platforms. You can find iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Play FM, or just ask Google to play This Freaking Show. That's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis Steve. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And always remember that I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'm out. <laughs>